0: Come to this happy place, welcome, Disneyland is your land, all aboard, we have a mission. welcome Foolish Mortals, oh look at all the people, People better start the show running, permanecer sentados, por favor, it's gonna be fun, a- yes. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 185 of Word on the Main Street Podcast i'm one of your hosts sean lords and i'm brian lords he's back ladies and gents
1: that's right covid couldn't get me
0: <laughs> covid couldn't keep him down <clears throat> no but it just, did just for a week <laughs> it
1: did take us out for a little bit didn't get me quite as bad as it got my wife but we are uh our kids are just finishing their quarantine and i've oh, been God. released
0: Nice. I have been
1: released. I'm back in the work field, <laughs> back in the podcast world, ready to go.
0: How long do you have until you're our kids, done?
1: Our, me and me and my wife are done. We've done our 10 days after getting a positive test. So can you whole, go
0: out? And oh, yeah. Yep. I can't kids transmit
1: can't. or receive it in, for yes. three months, I think. So... <laughs> All I'm left with was this stupid cough. (laughs) Uh, But our kids are all quarantined from school for the rest of this week, so they'll be able to return to school on Monday. But they will be done in time for themselves to go trick or treat.
0: Nice, so just just
1: barely in time. Their last day is the thirtieth. Awesome. Well, congrats. (laughs) You passed the test. I'm I'm going to write a letter to the <laughs> governor of California that people do make it through this just fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our age group isn't really affected too much. Sounds like yeah. so.
1: And the little kids really aren't affected. Our youngest two were positive, but haven't shown one symptom the entire time. We've That's all been good. sick and on quarantine and they've been all over us. Cause I mean, you can't really keep a four and a seven-year-old away from you no. when <laughs> both you and your wife and your oldest son all have it.
0: So yeah. it was expected.
1: Yeah, right. exactly.
0: Well, <coughs> we are your hosts and this is a new episode of Word on the Main Street podcast. That's right. <clears throat> but if Brian can do it without coughing... He's going to tell you about our beautiful, talented sponsor, Get Away Today.
1: <coughs> that is such a wonderful sponsor. Get Away Today is a fantastic travel fantastic travel agency to work with. They are going to do their very best to make sure you have the most magical experience possible. <coughs> oh, this isn't going to go well, folks, but we're going to <laughs> muscle through it. <coughs> you can... Uh, Make sure you get a trip booked, even though you can't get to the Disneyland Resort, either to Disney World or one of their other travel destinations. So make sure you visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, or online at www.getawaytoday.com, or give them a call at 8... Wait, wow. I, I forgot the number for a second. <laughs> 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. You take a week off and you forget everything.
0: <laughs> you talked about the code, right? I don't remember. Oh,
1: yes. We have a promo code. <laughs> See, everything's forgotten after one week. Uh, make sure you let them know about <coughs> that promo code. It's Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> this is going to be brutal, folks. Water break. It's going to be main street 10. It's all lowercase. The number one zero that's going to get you $10 off any two night or longer Southern California travel
0: package. Awesome. And just so everybody's aware, Brian's at home. I'm at home. Yes. It's all over zoom. Zoom Zoom again, I'm in line for monsters Inc. Brian's in front of Wally world. Ready to punch this moose in the nose. (laughs) But uh, that $10 could get you – oh, you muted yourself. I was going to let you cough. Uh, But that $10 could get you an ice cream at Clarabelle's over in DCA. Huh? Huh?
1: Very true. All right. I thought I hit that unmute button and I didn't.
0: awesome well uh this week at the disneyland resort not much is happening because it's not open but downtown disney is open and we'll get to more of that in just a second um but i think it's time to head on over to brian's trivia corner the trivia is at a 90 degree angle ladies and gentlemen welcome to brian's trivia corner it is literally in a corner
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again trivia time.
0: Woo. (coughs) Woo, indeed. (laughs) I didn't make it too hard on you that time. Yes. Uh, (coughs) I
1: I do appreciate it, and I'm sure the listeners do, too, because the longer I talk, the more I'm going to cough. So even though I'm here, Sean will be doing a good portion of the talking today. Sweet. all right people like my voice (laughs) it's true if not they're may they may not like this episode that much but i'm sure they love it just the same (laughs) all right so that question from last time is going to be what is the system in place for disneyland operators and maintenance to determine defects in the space mountain track there were several of you did not know that they had this system in place But there were a couple that did get a correct answer, and I was very impressed. So the tubes on the track are actually filled with compressed air. So if there is a crack in the track, that air is going to begin to escape. It's going to cause a a loss in pressure. So their computer systems are going to be able to detect that and be able to take care of it before it becomes a bigger problem in the ride. So the tubes in the track are filled with compressed air. That is how it is determined when there are flaws in the track. So.
0: And I think Sean Rapier got it wrong. He did. I finally <laughs> stumped the Wadams Modems and
1: it makes me very happy. I, I was very happy to get so many correct answers, but it's been a long time since I've stumped them, So that was good. All right. Well, congratulations to everybody. Uh, they got it better luck this week to those that didn't and this week should be a very very easy question uh, quite the softball if i do say so myself oh yeah and that question is going to be what code represents a child sighting in monstropolis mm? Mm?
0: not only is it a softball question but it really affected a softball monster.
1: That's true. Very <laughs> true. Um, he's not quite as fluffy as he once was. Yeah. Um, but if you know the answer to this question or you think you know, make sure you send that to me. That's Brian bryan.wotms at gmail.com.
0: And of course, if you want to contact either of us, Brian just gave you his email, but my email is sean.wotms at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call at 801-923-2455 and leave us a nice voicemail. Or you can visit us on social media at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. And I've been a little more active on TikTok, so yay uh, for all you TikTokers. Um, and then if you want to support the show, you can do so. Of course, the most important way is by sharing the podcast with those that might also enjoy it, as well as subscribing and leaving us a, a nice five-star review, uh, which you can do on the following platforms. That would
1: be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play,
0: and Amazon Music. Oh, Yeah uh So go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a review there. We would much appreciate it. Um, if you want to help us out financially, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash Word on the Main Street. You can donate as little as you'd like, up to whatever you'd like, and it is a monthly donation. So just keep that in mind. And I believe you can cancel at any time. So uh, that would be awesome. That's all I got to say about that. So awesome indeed. So, uh, I think we're ready to move on to the turkey leg of the episode. It's pretty meaty if I do say so myself, uh, but let's, uh, let's get into it. Shall we?
1: Oh, we shall. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, we'll start with, uh, with some good news and we'll end with good news as well. Um, so there, uh, We all know that Disneyland's not opening anytime soon. However, part of Disney's California Adventure is opening, Woot Woot, Uh, and it will be basically an extension of uh, Downtown Disney, so I don't believe you have to pay to get in. Uh, You just get to walk in and enjoy uh, Buena Vista Street. Um, So... I don't know if Brian wants to read any of what's going to be available or if he just wants me to do it for coughing reasons, you probably
1: <laughs> should read as much as possible.
0: Awesome. Awesome. We'll feel I'm free here for commentary. You want. <laughs> uh, but uh, over on Buena Vista street, uh, basically here is what they're going to have open for you guys to enjoy starting in November um and by the picture it looks like everything's going to be decorated for the holidays which is pretty awesome uh but uh elias and co will be open for shopping as well as julius Katz and sons uh kingswell camera shop will be open trolley treats uh fiddler pfeiffer and practical cafe uh carthay circle lounge and smoke jumpers grill so it does sound like you're going to be able to access uh, almost over to where Soarin' is, uh, which is a, actually a pretty good chunk, I think.
1: That is a good chunk.
0: You get you get all of Buena Vista Street. You can even eat at Carthay Circle, which is amazing. Um, and you don't have to have admission to go which in. Which is
1: a pretty good treat, I would say, yeah. to be able to do that. So yeah.
0: So if you've never had Carthay Circle, I'd highly suggest checking it out while you don't have to have park admission to do so. Unless, unless you like going to the park. True. A reason to go. Um, I
1: have a feeling we're going to start seeing more and more of this type of opening happen. Oh, I agree. I think you're slowly going to see more and more parts of the park opened up for people to go shop and eat if they can't go and
0: ride i think it's gonna show i think they're trying to show newsome that they can handle people in the park
1: yeah i think uh give a nice big middle finger to uh the bosses <laughs> in charge oh, yeah. that are keeping them from opening fully
0: oh yeah so that's awesome i always enjoy a middle finger to uh, <laughs> to newsome at this moment in time uh Kids, if you don't know what the middle finger is, ask your parents. <laughs> um, otherwise, don't try to figure it out. Parents, um, if you didn't want to explain that, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes things like that just slip out. It's like uh, it's true. It's like on uh, Teen Titans Go, like we talked about. Oh, I hate that. At the end. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> ask your parents where babies come from.
1: All right. That's the biggest reason. I do- that's <laughs> the only reason I don't like that movie. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, hilarious. Yes. Um, this was kind of cool. It's outside of Disneyland, uh, but over across the, uh, the pond, over at Disney Paris, uh, they're doing a project um, with, um, what are they called? Herba Solar, I think is how you say it. And so they're building a, I believe it's the largest solar power plant in uh at least in france um let's see ba, ba, ba. so basically it's going to be a carport and the tops of the car ports are going to be gigantic uh, solar panels and it's supposed to power 17 percent of the resort um, which they say is an equivalent to the annual energy consumption of a small city. (laughs) That's That's impressive. That's insane to me how much power that they use. Um, And uh, I believe the first phase will be open spring of 2021. uh, And it should be complete by 2023. Uh, it's supposed to use 67,500 solar panels uh, for a production of 31 gigawatt hours per year.
1: Why did I just have Doc
0: Brown flash <laughs> yeah. into my head? Doesn't he call it a gigawatt? A gigawatt. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatt. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, and then when it's done... Uh, Illuminating a section in the shape of Mickey Mouse will be on the the panels, so that's cool. It'll be kind of cool, uh, and it will be very much visible from the sky. So if you're flying over, you'll see a big lit up Mickey Mouse head. Uh, that's which cool. Kind of cool. Um, but I mean, I think it's kind of cool uh, turning a carport basically <laughs> into a power generator. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so pretty cool. Um, but that's that's about it.
1: I bet if Disneyland did something like that, Newsom might let them open.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Um, and then there was an article. This is a new story. Disneyland Paris doing power. That's the end of that. Uh, an article brought up the thought, will Disneyland cancel the annual pass program? Uh, Because I guess Tokyo Disney has canceled theirs because they can limit so many people per day um, that it it just won't work (laughs) with annual pass holders. So do you think that will bleed over into other parks?
1: I don't think it will. I think that there is a lot of money to be made on annual passes. However, I've this isn't the first time I've said this on the show. <laughs> I would love to see them cut not even just not even cut local annual passes, but make everybody have to pay it up front or you don't get it. Yeah, remove the monthly payment plan. That will take a lot of local passes out. I feel like. Oh yeah. Um, I and I think it makes it. I mean, I get that Southern California, not members, um, but populace, the populace of Southern California should have some kind of benefit with it being as close as they are. Um, yeah. If they want to have some kind of uh, Southern pass. California discount, I don't care if they have a discount,
0: just just up front.
1: do away with the payment plan.
0: Yeah, I agree I with that. That will ease
1: a lot of crowding.
0: Yeah. I don't know though. Cause right now when when they're able to open, it's supposed to be at twenty-five percent capacity or five hundred people, whichever is fewer. Isn't so, that so for, for Disney, smaller
1: parks than Disney though?
0: You might be right.
1: Let me check. I thought that was for smaller amusement parks.
0: Yeah, let's uh let's see. Ba-ba-ba. This is saying, yeah, smaller theme parks. Yep, you're right. You're right. Somebody just
1: barely listened to last week's uh, episode this week, so he's <laughs> up on top of things. He obviously knows. wasn't. He
0: knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's a good segue because uh, I think they might. Brian thinks they won't. We'll see what happens. Um, however, that segues us into. I'm showing Brian this beautiful picture, if he can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Woo. It is of Gavin Halloween. Newsom's that head. That was very scary. Um, my green screen just showed Brian Gavin Newsom's disembodied head floating around. It was almost like Sean transformed
1: into <laughs> Gavin Newsom for a second. I was terrified.
0: Ooh. Uh so. Uh, Newsom responded to a lot of the feedback from the the, uh, the theme parks about the guidelines. So I'll tell you guys what Newsom said in response, um, and then I will go ahead and let you know uh, what the California Attractions and Parks Association had to say about it all. Um, but let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay. On Tuesday, Newsom vowed not to be pressured. He said, We as a state are going to be driven by data and science. And we are going to be driven by health, uh, public health first. When you see double digit increases in the vast number of states, when you see hospitalization rates across all increase all across the country, when you see the weather start to turn, uh, and more people, there was a Typo, but it said, and more and more people coming back inside and mixing respectfully. Continued Newsome again referring to but not naming Disneyland. Deep respect because I understand, as someone with four young kids, the reverential identity that we have with one particular brand that you are identifying and their desire to be entertained. The bottom line is, we are seeing an increase in the transmission. Traded of COVID-19 in vast majority of states in this nation. That should be alarming to all Americans. We are seeing an increase in case rates all over the world. Um, and then it goes on to say uh, that basically not Sperry Farm, Disneyland, Universal, Legoland. They basically all came together to speak out against this. And it says some, some of them hinted at legal action. Um, I know there was a, a hearing at some point last week uh, about the mandates and everything, um, and how legal they actually are. I don't know how that went. I haven't read into it too much, um, but uh, let me tell you guys what Kappa said, which is the California Attractions and Parks Association. Uh, their response to all of this was. We continue to ask the administration to share any data or science related to theme parks that they are using to inform their decision to keep the major theme parks closed indefinitely while allowing similar venues to reopen. Parks have uh, been opened throughout the country and world for months, and we have seen no data indicating that COVID outbreaks are being traced back to theme parks. If they can reopen safely in other states and countries, then why not in California? And I like that. I like that uh, they're saying, show us the science that you're basing this off of. Because we seem to hear that a lot, that they're going off of the science and the data. But it doesn't seem to really match up. I am the science. (laughs) So uh, hopefully they provide them with what they are basing this off of. And the sources for it all. Because to me, it's still not making too much sense. So, All I know is
1: that the governor of California should be very afraid of Disneyland taking legal action because Disney has a very, (laughs) very strong track record in the courtroom as far as winning cases that they're involved in.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens if legal action is taken. We'll see how long it takes uh for that legal action to do anything if anything I, at all.
1: I have heard from people i know in california there are petitions to recall governor newsom so
0: please uh, please please <laughs> i
1: would not uh, hesitate to sign that if i were a californian right oh, yeah.
0: now yeah and i know if anybody watches or listens to um uh best life and beyond i've talked about them before they're just one of my favorite YouTube channels about Disney and other other things. Uh, they're very much against uh, Newsom stuff, so feel free to check out their stuff. She always has links um, about the petitions and everything, so just food for thought, if you want, yeah. if you're in California. Um, but, uh,
1: yeah. Like you were saying last week, I hate that we've turned into such a political commentary (laughs) but it kind of goes with the territory when what is going on in the sacramento courthouse or uh, not courthouses but state houses um is directly affecting something we talk about every week so
0: so we apologize for getting this political i don't think it's that political yeah it shouldn't Um, have to be i think it's just uh uh logical opinion i would say on what's happening with disneyland uh other theme parks as well but disneyland just happens to be this one of the subjects and that's what we talk about <laughs> so um, that's all the news that we get is about uh mr newsome and yes. him being a nuisance a, a noomsense i don't know <laughs> news nuisance. I don't know. But anyway, I think that's it for today on Newsom. Did you have any thoughts, Mr. Koff?
1: No, I don't think I've got <laughs> anything else. I think you pretty well worded it last week and I chimed in yeah. with a few things this week. So
0: yeah, basically this is just an update. I did cover it quite extensively last week. Yes. Uh, our thoughts and opinions. Uh, but um. That's just the new news surrounding Newsome and what is going on in California. Uh, and then I found this out. This is really awesome. <coughs> I need to get one of these as soon as possible. Uh, but they released new uh, face masks at Disneyland, and I really, really want it. <laughs> um, it's the Disneyland mask by spirit jersey wishes come true blue i don't care about the color or whatever uh it's just got the disneyland d on it uh on one of the sides and it just says established 1955 and i just want it i don't know how you feel about it but uh but i think it looks pretty cool
1: yeah this is one that i would probably buy that's a good looking one. Oh yeah very classy
0: uh the same pe- I'm, I don't mean to bring these guys up but Best Life and Beyond. He I don't know where he got his face mask but the one he wears is the Disneyland Railroad uh, logo.
1: No that's cool. And
0: I'm like that'd be dope. I don't know where he probably got probably Etsy somewhere. Probably. Uh but this looks really cool. It's the it's almost like the blue for the 60th anniversary. Yeah. The diamond celebration. Very similar. Um but yeah looks really uh I like that it's simple. It just looks simple. Uh, Sometimes it's a little too much, but this is just a, it's blue with a silver D established 1955. Yeah. It's all I need is something like that. Yeah. I have no idea how long we've been recording. So we'll probably do our special segment after this good news. Sounds good. That sounds good with you. Uh, But let's end the news with some good news. Um, I was really, really happy to hear about this uh, with DCA opening Buena Vista Street for people to eat and shop. Um, There was a statement issued by the Workers United Local 50, which I assume is the workers' union for the Disney employees, I would guess. Yeah, Uh, but basically... I'll just read you what it says. It says recall from furlough update October 24th for the expansion of downtown Disney into Buena Vista street. Over 200 local 50 members will be recalled back to work. Hmm. Yeah. Woo. That's That's what we need. Uh, so recall will happen in a few waves, uh, this Monday, which would have been this past Monday.
1: Yeah. The 26th. Uh,
0: Yes. Uh, this Monday will begin with trainers, leads, and some heart of house roles that will begin the process of getting the restaurants up and running. Um, notification will be by phone call, but may not be a normal Disneyland 714 area code number. This is basically just telling them what to expect as far as the call goes. Uh, but I thought it was awesome. 200 of the Disney employees are going to get their work back. Um, which is which is fantastic i know they laid off a lot more than that uh but seeing 200 of them getting work is way better than nothing right now so it's better than
1: nothing i'm glad to hear it for those people
0: oh yeah so if you're getting work back congrats we're happy for you hopefully Um, more of you soon to follow yeah hoping to see the parks at least open hopefully fully open just minus the rides for shopping and eating yeah um, and just enjoy the atmosphere that'd be fantastic uh but yeah that's it for our news i'm not sure how long it takes zoom doesn't tell me how long we've been recording so we'll just uh do our special segment is that all all right?
1: right yes
0: uh so california adventures opening why not do our special segment california adventure will start there's really nothing on buena vista street
1: yeah there's not really like an attraction. attraction
0: so we we're starting in hollywood land over uh at monsters inc mike and Sully to the rescue so uh we've just got a few facts that we'll talk about and then just give our comments on the attraction as well as any experiences we may have had Uh, But if Brian wants to start us off, go for it. All right.
1: I'll go ahead. Monsters Inc. opened in Disney's California Adventure on January 23rd, 2006.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Second thing, it replaced the extremely unpopular Superstar Limo that closed in 2002.
1: Which is pretty pathetic (laughs) because that park opened in 2001.
0: (laughs) That's how bad that was.
1: Yeah i never did actually write it so. really yeah i escaped that one
0: <laughs> all right
1: the attraction very closely follows the story of the film i mean i think it's practically identical
0: yeah yeah there's really no alterations yeah it's just a dark ride of this of the film um just like any other dark ride for the most part Yes. Um, some CDA animatronics are repurposed superstar limo celebrities. <laughs> that I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: <coughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and add one in here that I forgot to put in, and then I'll let you take the last one that is written. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the attraction, guests are able to experience Roz talking directly to them with some pre-recorded messages after they've been able to be been seen by a cast member backstage on a video camera upon exiting the attraction.
0: I wonder how many pre-recorded messages there are. Cuz I wonder that too because they always sound pretty personal. <laughs> they do,
1: and I kind of wonder if there's
0: ever able to be any
1: like voice acting behind the screen yeah, or behind know. the scenes cuz there was one time our family went on that attraction. And she asked, "Who's your favorite monster?" And I yelled, "Raz!" And she said, "Good answer."
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> I wanted, i thought about saying Lester, but
0: I I'm wondering if they've got—I I can't imagine they have just like this gigantic keyboard in front of them with all these yeah, different I, like words.
1: <laughs> I would hope there's some cast member interaction back there,
0: even with like some. I could see them having some, like, voice thing. Yeah. They can just speak words, and it comes out sounding like Roz. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but if one looks closely at Randall getting hit by Boo, they may see Raleigh Crump's wallpaper from the Haunted Mansion, which is true. I've seen it with my own eyes. There's also other wallpapers uh, that you'll find as yeah. he's getting hit. I'm pretty sure that the uh andy's room wallpaper is one of them the clouds Um, yes and there's i swear there's more but they're probably i can't can't tell you exactly what they are um but uh memories personal comments about the attraction experiences do you have
1: any i love the child detection system (laughs) test in the line it's still still one of my favorite things (laughs)
0: That is pretty good. I always get a good laugh out of that. And for some reason, when I'm in line and I see the vending machines, for some reason, the can of blort catches my eye every time. (laughs) I just, I don't know if it's because I like saying blort. um, Probably. Getting a nice cold can of blort.
1: (laughs) How do we know it's cold?
0: It could (laughs) be a hot can of blort. That's true. And then, I don't know, I just like the details in line. You've got the Harryhausen's menu. Yeah. Um, and they've got all the different sushis, different names of the sushi and what's in it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, um,
1: I guess there was one little factoid I forgot to put up there as well. But if you're looking in the Harryhausen yeah. scene <laughs> at these shadows running around, if you look very closely, you may see Mickey Mouse one of, uh, running around as one of the shadows oh, yeah. on the wall.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as experiences, Tyler, our cousin Tyler, he made me go on Superstar Limo with him at least like three times. Yeah. So I wrote it. Um and it only had, it had to have only been in 2001. It, it had closed. to have been because yeah. it closed
1: by the time we went again.
0: So uh, I barely remember it. I remember it being stupid, <laughs> but Tyler seemed to like it a little bit. So uh, I went with him, but, um, and then, yeah, I was going to talk about Blort. I love Blort.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's all Sean's got. He just, he really (laughs) wants to try Blort and knows, wants to know if it's a
0: hot or cold (laughs) beverage. It's probably lukewarm. Something like that. And there's probably nothing really in it. (laughs) (laughs) I like to imagine that there is, but I just think it's really well themed the ride. I mean, I like how they make it seem like there's all these doors everywhere. Uh, oh, man. even yeah. though there's really not <laughs> yeah the mirror work is fantastic but, and if you guys ever get a chance I say this every time but the Tokyo one's way different I actually like it a lot better um, and it's interactive uh, you get to shine the light on the monsters logos and uh, they do things and it's not quite the same story but uh, the line is incredible so that's cool if you you want youtube it i'm sure somebody snuck a camera on there um but yeah monsters inc one of my favorite movies too
1: yeah it's a good one both of them
0: yeah yeah for sure all right oh question for you i went and saw hocus pocus in the theater last night Okay. okay And the idea came across because I was watching the beginning where they turn Thackeray into a cat. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, ha- they hang the witches. And his dad's there. And uh, he's rubbing up against his dad's leg. He's like, be gone, beast, or whatever. Why doesn't he just say, hey, dad, it's me, Thackeray. I'm a talking cat now.
1: So I actually believe... <laughs> The curse is lifted on him not being able to talk once the black flame candle is lit.
0: Is that verified?
1: Or is that just your theory? Um, It's my <laughs> theory that I read on IMDb.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yes.
1: I'll
0: have to look into that. But I'm like, if he can talk, why doesn't he just freaking tell his dad who he is? That he's gonna live. Because you
1: have to think, even <laughs> before he started talking, yeah, um, he hadn't lit the candle yet when he attacked Max.
0: That's true. That's true. All right. All right. I just wondered what your take was on that. Kind of gave me a good theory. So, good job. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say about Hocus Pocus or (laughs) Mr. Zink?
1: I can't think of anything else, but glad I could uh, help give you some sort of (laughs) mindset towards why he couldn't talk.
0: Yeah. That was bugging me all night. Couldn't sleep. But anyway, let us know what your thoughts are on (laughs) Zachary Binks. Yes. (laughs) I'm sure uh, everybody agrees with you. So, Uh, but, Uh, (laughs) well, what? It's it's not really me. I
1: read it off (laughs) about MDB. So,
0: well, awesome. Uh, I do want to remind people about our good friend Sean Rapier's podcast before we go Castle Collective. Go check it out. It's a really good podcast. You may see me here pretty soon, I must say. Um, So, be on the lookout. That's all I gotta say. So. Hopefully I'll be able
1: to get back on there one of these days.
0: Wink, wink, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Mr. Rapier.
1: Yeah. That was a nudge nudge indeed. Once you stop coughing.
0: Yeah, well, I've <laughs> done this fairly well. <laughs> it's true. You were bad at the beginning, but you've been pretty good lately. So
1: Yeah, well, the mute button comes in very handy. That's true. That's true.
0: All right. Well, thanks everyone for taking the time out of your day to listen to the newest episode of Word on the Main Street podcast. We do appreciate each and every one of you listening to us. And again, if you haven't, please subscribe and leave us a review. Um, if you haven't done so, you can do so again on the following platforms.
1: That would be SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, uh, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. No, Apple Podcasts
0: and amazon, amazon music. Pod, right. is it on amazon music is that no, the app it, amazon music apple podcasts so so our podcast is on amazon music though right yes i haven't tried to look it up so there isn't down, an amazon podcast yet so it would be you download the amazon music app to listen to our podcast right. <laughs> for those wondering all right, uh, and then we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our theme song. So thank you very much, Bryce. Uh, it's it's beautiful, it's a fantastic, um, it's the best best podcast theme. Um, I was waiting for that last week, and here it is. Uh, I only do it with for you. Oh, I feel so special. <laughs> um, my terrible impression. Uh, but anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We do appreciate it. Um, Please join us every week, every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Bye Bye.
1: Race you to the scare
0: floor.